We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this special announcement. Hello everyone, the guys from Stuck in This Purgatory have something to tell you that might be more chilling than some of the stories in our show. Due to all the love and support we have already gotten, we have already received an ad sponsor. We all know that the ad invasion is real. However, we want you to know how important this is to us. Unfortunately, as much as we'd love to provide this content to you, we do sadly have full-time jobs. It is our hope that one day, this podcast will be our full-time jobs. With your help and the help of ads, this will give us the opportunity to improve our show and the content in it. If you guys enjoy what we are doing, please make sure to follow us on Spotify and spread the word to friends and family. Guys, maybe we can actually buy real microphones now and throw these tin cans away. Yeah, the string connecting them keeps on knocking over all the bears. I need a new chair. I can feel my bones scraping against each other from standing the whole time, and I'm only 23. That's it. We're turning Adrian into a robot. another year down a whole nother year of covid 2021 sucked can you believe this crap no oh i cannot so do you guys have any uh ideas of what your new year's resolution is going to be mm, drink more alcohol question mark that's a horrible one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't. if that's a resolution oh a resolution yes. yes drink twice as much alcohol i could accept that okay whatever adrian how about you uh, no, not really. Just uh, try to stay away from Hunter as much as possible. Great idea. I think that's unfortunate because we're stuck with each other forever now. We are all stuck in this purgatory. <laughs> One of these days we'll get out, I promise you. Uh, maybe. We'll see. I don't believe in resolutions because I feel like if you're going to do something, you just do it now. Okay. What would you do if you were going to do it right now? Um, I just told you I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stuck in This Purgatory. Joining us in purgatory today, as always, you have myself, Chase, Hi, our Chase. lovely co-host, Hunter. Hello. And I, I, can't, I can't get over the other white meat, KFA. That was a good How's one. How's it going? <laughs> We've finally come up with uh, a term for all of our followers. You guys are going to be the purgators. Purgators. Uh, Adrian, do you want to explain what this means? Purgators are people who, or thing, which purges or purifies compared to a purger. That's pretty cool, isn't it? I'd want to be a purgator. Yeah, you got to purge shit. Well, today is a very special episode. We have with us our very first guest. First. On the show. Let's go. So please, guys, give a very warm welcome to the lovely Olivia Graves. Hello. Golf clap. <laughs> Golf clap. Yes. So you guys are probably looking at this episode title and you're thinking like, wow, these guys took a wild turn. Witchcraft. And you're right. <laughs> It is, because now you're all into our spells, you purgators. So go out there. Go spread the word of stuck in this purgatory and make us famous. <laughs> I, I think the spell will there. work. We're manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. Yes. Ooh, I yes. love that. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Olivia, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourselves? Give, give kind of a, an overview for the listeners of who you are. Yeah, so my name is Olivia. I am a 
YouTuber. Uh, I go by the Witch of Wonderlust with an O. And I have been practicing witchcraft for a very long time, but have only been open about it in the last few years. And then I had a lot of people asking questions. So I just started making videos so that I didn't have to answer the same questions over and over and have those really long conversations. Um, but I practice mainly folk magic and spirit work, and I dive a little deeper into like pre-colonial practices of my ancestors, which is the Filipino side. And we're not sure if I'm Irish or Scottish, but oh, you know, I love that. we'll figure it out somewhere along the way. Have you done 23andMe? <laughs> I have. So my mom was told that we were Irish. And we did 23andMe, and both her and I got Scottish. But those are kind of shoddy, you know. So we're just going to kind of leave it open and up in the air for now. Uh, it's cool either way because for the research that we've done, it looks like there's a lot of information. Um, is hearth magic, is that? Hearth magic, yes. yes. Uh, that actually comes from that, that uh, demographic in that area. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How old is your YouTube channel? Uh, well, I've been making videos for a very long time, but the actual witchy side and the actual videos for other people, it's only been, I want to say maybe two or three years. That's incredible. Yeah. You have incredible numbers for how short of a duration that is. Like, and, and a pretty dev devout following too, I feel like. You yeah, my great audience interaction. is amazing. They're, they're, it's a really good community. Everybody helps each other out and we all learn from each other. I think that's like the, the main goal which is nice. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. We have one follower, and his name is Schwan, and he talks to <laughs> us in our sleep. He actually attacks us daily when we make these podcasts. Literally. Yeah. Literally today. He attacked us once <laughs> again. He attacked the audio interface. He did not want Olivia to speak. No. Yeah. He was like, don't don't give them their secrets. Don't do that. Yeah. Gee, <laughs> Liz. So, Chase, uh, why don't you go into a little bit about the structure of today's episode? It's a little different because we have a guest. So we have a, a topic that we want to talk about. We're going to dive into multiple things. But, Chase, let's go into a little overview of what this episode is going to be entailing. Well, so today uh, we're going to kind of skip a lot of the banter you guys get and a lot of distractions because I'm sure you're over all of us distracting you and not losing your interest in the story. Less butt stuff. <laughs> a lot <laughs> less butt stuff. Uh, we cut the crack out, so no more drugs. No more crack! <laughs> that, I guess you could say that's my New Year's resolution. Is no more crack. That's a great <laughs> news. Really, good. guys. Can you believe he's going to quit the crack? I thought it was you. Oh, guys, don't <laughs> turn it on <laughs> me like that. Come on. You're the crack you daddy, remember? <laughs> Yeah, so today, um, uh, Olivia is very knowledgeable um, in this uh, this topic, and so we really wanted to kind of discuss, you know, what her thoughts were on it, and um, get some insight from her and get some real information because we all kind of feel like witchcraft these days has been uh, demonized from the past, you know, from very a lack so. of understanding. So we just have a lot of uh, topic conversation for Olivia. Um, some of the questions will be direct. But there will be some that'll be kind of conversation pieces. So we're kind of going to dive a little bit deeper into some of these topics and uh, see where it takes us. Yeah, we'll we'll learn some things that Olivia has to teach us because all three of us we are not witches or wizards or anything. We don't have any you know specific knowledge on these these topics. But we've we've done some research and she's going to teach us. And then we're going to dive into some rabbit holes of things that maybe we all don't know and we'll kind of dissect and have some fun it's going to be kind of an interview format and then kfa is just going to kind of come in and interject facts on us all he doesn't time. believe anything no i don't yeah he's he does a skeptic <laughs> he doesn't believe in happiness joy or or anything good he's this, just this <laughs> is one that i i do think the mind can manifest itself into believing but we will all 
think about it. So. Yeah, so I think this, I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys learn um, from this and you kind of take it in your own self because I think in a way, everybody kind of does um, something witchy themselves, whether they know it or not, you know? that's uh, Before we start, and maybe, maybe Olivia can speak on this, I love that point you just made because when we were kids, that little triangle thing we used to do, you know, oh, like... Oh, yeah, that's well, a divination form. That's divination! Mm-hmm. We used to do this shit as kids. We were practicing witchcraft as Blowing kids. Blowing out birthday candles, making a wish. All those superstitions and, 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 it's, and lore, it's all witchcraft. It's literally, it, it goes even just to the basics of you cleaning your room. And, like, yes. if you have um, the need for a tidy workspace or something like that. It's just the most mundane things you never think of are witchcraft. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I mean, a lot of witchcraft and what we'll talk about is folk practicing. It's day-to-day stuff. It's a lifestyle. It's not just like going out and doing these big elaborate spells. It's the way you stir your tea, you know, or it's very, very mundane things mixed in with uh, magical things. Yeah. And so kind of my uh, earlier point where you guys are probably thinking like, wow, why are they talking about witchcraft? I thought this is paranormal. I think deep down inside, it's it's just like the paranormal. It's kind of intangible, and it's what you believe in and what you practice yourself. So um, that's why we're kind of bringing this topic into it. Yeah, I mean, Bloody Mary, the episode we just did, is some form of witchcraft divination. There's, If you look deeply enough into your life, you will find parts of witchcraft. Whatever your belief system is, there's something that you've practiced in your past, and that's what's so cool about this topic. Well, so, yeah. fun fact about Bloody Mary, they do believe that it was a witch that wanted to cast a spell on herself. And she ended up casting it wrong, and she got tied into the mirror forever. She's trapped. Like, trapped, trapped forever. <laughs> Is that true, Olivia? Can you royally fuck yourself up on witchcraft? Not like that, but you can definitely <laughs> you can definitely royally fuck yourself. I've seen it. <laughs> That's, oh, I want to know those stories. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, unless you have an NDA and you can't tell what, what the shit you I saw. I do not. None of them are my stories, so, Ooh. yeah. Shit, I kind of want to know. Yeah, I'm not about to tell my own stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe right. we should get into our I questions. think we're going to dive right into it. We have yeah. a lot of content for you guys today, so uh, I hope you enjoy it. So I think we're going to start uh, right off the bat, um, since Olivia is a folk practitioner. Um, we're going to have her describe it in her own words. Um, when we did this research, I'll tell you what, the three of us were at a freaking loss. There's so <laughs> much There's so much just in witchcraft alone. I, we had to reach out and be like, so what exactly do you do? So Olivia, <laughs> what is folk magic? Folk magic is just at the basis, the practice of the people. It's a very communal thing. It's very, a lot of people will say it's like peasant practice, but you know, that's kind of mean, I think. Um, whereas, so there's two, right? If you look at witchcraft, there's two main other umbrellas that it branches off into and it's folk practice and ceremonial. And a lot of the time you'll see them kind of mix in with each other a little bit, but folk practice is using the land and using what you have. And um, it's a lot of what you'll see in movies of like the the poppets and the candles and things that are sympathetic magic where it's a lot of the tools that are used to represent something in the mundane world. Whereas ceremonial magic is when you think of um, calling the corners and wearing all these ceremonial robes and having the chalice and the daggers and it's very chant-like. So those are those two separate kinds. Folk magic is also, you'll see it a lot, it's like granny magic, right? So if you have that one specific quilt that your grandmother made you and you just feel safe with it or whatever, a lot of um, practices, especially in like European folk practice is like not magic or you can stitch intention into something 
Um, so it's it's really just land magic and the magic of the people and it's healing most of the time. That's kind of the the basis of what folk folk magic is. It's it's interesting you say um, you, you talk about like the, your favorite quilt or whatever, and you feel uh, warm and welcome by it. I know all of us as children always had our favorite blanket and stuff, and usually it was made by someone at home. Mm-hmm. Um, part of our research, uh, we were kind of looking at the hearth, as we mentioned. Um, and it's interesting you say that because, like, my home has always felt very welcoming to me, even though I have these stories. You guys have heard it, hopefully, if you listen to the first episode. Uh, uh, my house is definitely haunted. I'll give Super you that. fucking haunted. Super haunted. <laughs> but I've literally never felt unwelcome in my house. Like, I've always loved coming home. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to make me wonder now, like, maybe my mom's a witch. <laughs> is your yeah. mom a witch? A lot of Ooh. people who don't identify as witches are very witchy. If I you, love that term, witchy. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Um, I mean, a lot of people that I know will do a lot of witchy things, like any kind of superstitions, right? Or even if uh, your mom used to give you coins to throw into the fountain to make a wish, like those are all little witchy things that you probably did growing up. So it's it's really not as far-fetched as a lot of people think it is. I love that. Yeah, and so um, kind of derailing a little bit, uh, you did mention that you were – kind of dabbling in like the being a green witch and hearth stuff yeah so how does that tie in yeah so <laughs> that was cute chase <laughs> like oh, you dab a little bit <laughs> yeah so green witch uh the term is usually main used for mainly people who are in like herbalism and use that medicinally so a lot of the time those people are healers um and they know which which plants and herbs can heal and not heal (laughs) you know uh and then same thing with hearth that's mainly towards the home so it's always that uh that family recipe that everybody loves so much or you know the I don't know it's it's just like the recipes or it's you think of like a a fire in your home and that's like the the heart of the home right so it's just home magic it's protection protecting your home protecting your family uh, so it's very down-to-earth type of stuff. And those things meld and mesh really well together. So you'll see, you'll see like, kitchen witchery as well. So a lot of the time people will make, like, pastries. Um, if you're interested in more of that, my friend Annie, she is the Green Witch on YouTube. She's wonderful. And she's very, very hearth and Green Witch type of person. She's very connected to the earth and does a lot of medicinal, magical home stuff. She was fun to listen to. She's Every awesome. Every time you do the videos with her, I was I was intrigued by your guys' banter. Oh, she's I like the wonderful. tea leaf. She, you guys did the tea leaf reading together, yes. right? Yeah, she yeah. was fun. I liked her. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, Annie, we wish you well. <laughs> hey, Keep if witching. You, if you want to come on the show, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Olivia, did you start, was this like around your family? Did you grow up in this? Did you have a moment? Was there an event? or the, I like the word event horizon. I don't think that's the right word. But was oh, there but I event, like that. Was there a catalytic point that brought you to this this movement this this belief for you I wish there was I wish I could give you like a like oh this is the moment that I looked up to the moon like and super I knew epic. it yeah it's like and I saw on. you know a murder of crows pass by and spell my name in the sky yeah. and that's not at all what happened I grew up in a very christian home oh, um okay. yeah and it it was very strict when I was younger and it started to get more loose growing up and now I don't, I don't know if my mom would really consider herself a Christian at all anymore. Um, but the Filipino side and the Irish side are very Filipino or Filipino are very, um, (laughs) are very Catholic. And that growing up, we did a lot of Baptist church 
visits and all that jazz. Um, but everything just didn't sit right. You know, it just wasn't something for me. And I just kind of always ended up finding myself, and I'm sure a lot of kids can relate, finding myself like in the woods somewhere and like playing around with the trees or just like feeling like you had company there despite the fact that you were alone, things like that. And just slowly but surely, I started to realize if I did a certain thing a certain way, something would happen. And that specific thing would happen over and over again. And I started to see results. And despite the fact that uh, I'm witchy and many people might be surprised. I am a very science-based person in my head, so I'm one of the most skeptical witches you'll ever meet. Um, a lot of people ask me, like, how do you believe in all of this? And I'm like, oh, I don't, but I just keep doing it and it works. So I, I love that about you. I don't know what to do, you yeah. know? Um, thank you. That's huge. No, it's huge because I, reading some of these books, I guys, I mean, straight up, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I, I, my eyes, I would just, what the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> there honestly, there's a couple that are hard. Very really hard. difficult to swallow, you yeah. know? And so... And some of the stuff that I do, I'm like, God, I know I look fucking insane right now. But hey, you know, I get results. I don't know why I get results, but I do. And I'm just going to keep doing it. But uh, yeah, it just kind of snowballed. And then I kept it a secret for a really long time because it's not exactly something you just like go to your Christian parents and you're like, hey, I think I want to practice witchcraft. And most of the time they're not going to be like, okay. You know, so um, I kept it a secret up until I moved out and um then eventually I just kind of had that space to grow and do my own thing. And then I started coming out and doing it a little more publicly. And then I met a lot more people in the community. And then that really took that off. And uh, I wanted to share what I was learning and share my learning experience. And then here I am as a YouTuber. I love that. Yeah. I really do. Uh, and, you know, I feel like a lot of people who grow up in a very strict whatever, it doesn't have to be just Christianity. It mm -hmm. could be... I don't know. <laughs> Shine your shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> anybody who's really strict to something, especially your parents, I feel like the majority of children come out wanting to do something completely they different. They recoil. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to know what else is out there. But I do know a lot of Christian witches, so, you know, that's a possibility. That's a thing you can do. That's interesting because I, I found that, too, and that's kind of – we're moving through some of our questions. We're doing great on the on the question, the question front. Um, a lot of this stuff based off of the Bible and Christianity, mm -hmm. a lot of these things stemmed off of – a Bible verse that spoke yes. to a witch, and then it grew into something else. Or a, a good a good thing in Catholicism that always interest, interested me and that I see in witchcraft is, let's just take uh, – Adrian, correct me on this, but when you're in mass and they have that big swinging smoke thing, mm. you know, yeah, that's cleansing. In, yep. We do that, you know, witchcraft, you do that as a normal thing. We yes. burn sage when when Sean's up in this bitch trying to fuck <laughs> us up. We sage real quick, Oh yeah, you know? I sound like a retard down here just like burning some sage like oh. – Holy Spirit's welcome here. Good. Evil Dude, spirits, get out. <laughs> he actually does this. We were really scared because one of the one of the episodes, the whole system shut down. What was your little chant that we were doing walking around the house with the sage? That shit was awesome. Oh, it's, it's just something like, uh, only our spirit guides are welcome here. If you're here to protect us or save us, you're mm -hmm. welcome. If you're evil, please get out. You're not welcome here. And you have no emotion when you say it. Oh, no. I'm like I'm like a robot when I rock. <laughs> I'm, mostly, I'm mostly focused on like burning my hand or the floor. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. Mine, I suggest using something else than sage. It's Ooh. very bleachy. It gets everything out, good oh, and bad. Okay, okay. So, Let's get it down. So yeah. what would you suggest? Uh, literally anything else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, okay. no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So okay, here's a real question. Okay. This is going to sound really weird, but I was in this, this store called Earthbound. Okay. And uh, I pick up a couple things there. I like some of the mm -hmm. Incense AM stuff. And I asked the guy, uh, I was kind of picking up some gifts for Olivia because we're very appreciative that she's on the show. Yes. And I asked the nice guy, um, do you know anything about witchcraft? 
And he you asked like, him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Shockingly, every time I've gone in there and asked them a question, like something so off the wall, they're like, yeah, actually, I do know a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool, sweet. This is my store. Uh, the guy was like, he showed me three things, and one of them was sandalwood. I love sandalwood. What does that do? Uh, it's a good cleansing one as well. It's usually used, well, I usually use it for like offerings uh, if I'm burning something at an altar, but... I, you can use rosemary, just make sure you have like a bowl underneath it as it's burning because that will like have a lot of falling embers. Uh, rosemary is a really good cleansing one, but it's a very simple cleansing one. I'm actually doing a video pretty soon here on banishing. Ooh, so, that'll be very you know, interesting. yeah, it's, it's a really long video, uh, but it, I'm trying to go in depth because people had a lot of questions since my last video. Maybe we get rid of Sean. Yeah. Maybe well, come banish the shit out of so Sean. Let me ask you this. Is Kick it, him out. Yeah. <laughs> is it counterintuitive that we're burning sandalwood on our death? Incense burner. That is the no. Sa- it is uh, so I think it's really interesting that you have that because death is widely worshipped everywhere um, in a lot of different ways. And death is a wonderful thing to work with. That sounds awful, but it's it's something that, you know, I think is worth looking into. And sandalwood is one of the things that is worldwide burned for death as an offering. So I think you're right up the alley. Good job. Wow. That was yeah. total shit ass luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Okay, Adrian like, has a question. I, I literally was like, yeah. smells good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, sandalwood smells great. It does. Well, since we're talking about all these items, Olivia, we do want to ask you, what are some ritual ritual items that you, you like to use? Oh, ritual items. Um, Oh, Lord. It, it's that's such a hard question. Like Just your, because... your, money, your money one was cool, and the... Uh, the she shell one. Adrian was real yeah. fascinated. Oh, so yeah, the, the, there yeah, was the crab shell. Where crab shell, yeah. Oh, the crab shell. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So this is this is a big thing on folk magic. Is you use what you have. So that's a really big thing, especially when you first start or if you're like practicing in secret. I tell people all the time, like you have all these herbs in your kitchen. You can use that. Or like, do you have any idea what kind of herbs or plants grow outside, just like in the park across the street. And odds are you probably don't. You probably had no idea that, you know, that spruce tree across the street, you can make some really good tea out of, but it's also really good uh, for prosperity and luck and protection. And that doesn't cost you anything. You just go over there and ask the tree. And as long as you don't get a really shitty feeling from it, it's probably fine that you take a couple of its leaves and you take it home and you use it. You know what's so funny about the power of influence is you posted about on your Instagram, um, which to shout you out, the, oh, the you. witch of wonderlust. I love that. <laughs> um, you said on one of your on your stories that you should go, you reposted that mm. we should go find a random plant and learn about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to go out and look outside. Did you and do I it? Really, I did. And I'm like, all I got is fucking grass. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. And I'm a huge plant. Well, I'm going to get on a soapbox. I'm going to get on a soapbox really quick. I fucking hate lawns. Lawns make me so angry. And there's so much history behind a lawn. And it makes me really mad. It's like very colonized. Like I'm rich and you can't afford a lawn because you have to use it to like farm. And that's why lawns have become a thing. So it's like you might as well just plant a bunch of beautiful native plants and help your native species and have some beautiful flowers and not have a fucking lawn. I don't know why it makes me so oh, angry. Okay, and so hunters, and hunters' chickens are just shitting all over it, too, in the hey, process. Hey, they're fertilizing That's good fertilizing. Yeah. my lawn's a little wild. That's fair, yeah. yeah. So, so what what we learned was Hunter likes to colonize grass. Yeah. <laughs> Colonizer. He's Fuck! A, he's, he's the one percenter. <laughs> no! I'm only on the one percent thing for day two. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sorry, I totally like deflected no, your question about ritual items. Oh no, well, I mean, yeah, I think and, that's great. And we kind of skipped over something that kind of ties into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel like 
the term witchcraft is very uh, very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when most people think about witchcraft, they think about you know some lady in the woods finger fucking the devil to kill their you know. <laughs> and I did read that. Whatever you you're have, into, man, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you can have sex with the devil with Satan. Just open. Be prepared for He's the ter- the terms are very costly. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a big old. Yeah, cock. read the fine print, please. Yeah, it's huge. So, <laughs> I knew I knew I was gonna get Adrian with that, and I read that in a book. It's official. If it's he in is, a book, it's official. He is. Hunter's been dying to know the cock size of the devil. So. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to know? <laughs> Let's hear it. I can't think of anything. Oh. Funny. God damn it! It's 15 inches and curved. All right. I'll tell you, it's, it's <laughs> over. It's over 16 inches. Oh, How do you walk with that? Anyways, that was. Uh, Okay, continue. Well, <laughs> getting back on track. Uh, would you guys agree that it's very old Christian beliefs that kind of dictate the word witchcraft? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, a lot of things that were deemed as witchcraft, as evil witchcraft, was just, again, folk practices and just religions that were being colonized and were being demonized by the people who were trying to spread Christianity. We as a human race, what we fear... We destroy. Yes. And, and what we don't know. It's, and what yeah. we don't know. It's exactly. all the unknown. That's all it is. I'll, I'll be honest. When I started reading this, my first feeling was apprehension. I was like, what the fuck am I getting into? Mm-hmm. But then as I got deeper and I read more more voices, more opinions, it was less abrasive. It's not well, It's not an evil thing at all. It's actually it's a beautiful communal healing. And there's actually some great science behind it because I'm, I'm all about the science. I think it's wonderful. Well, mm-hmm. and the one thing, too, when you're reading these books is like – these people who write a lot of these books try and make the writing witchy. And so they're using yeah. all these random words. They're t- trying to tie all this magical stuff in together. And you're, you're reading it like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I well, can't follow this shit. One book, well, one author and one of my teachers, one of my favorite teachers, sorry, everybody else, but uh, is Jason Miller. And he's got some amazing books. And he's also very down to earth and doesn't make it. Like, try, he doesn't make it woo-woo is how I like to say it, right? Like, he doesn't try to be like, oh, you know, just, I don't even know what words they try to use. Uh, it just gets, it gets a little too hard to grasp when they try to make it a little, like, too up there and too far to reach for. Um, Jason Miller has some really good, really good books on a lot of different things. And he's very advanced. He's been practicing for over 30 years. Have uh, He's phenomenal. What do you call a male witch? Is it a, is a witch? It just a witch? Okay. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of different terms. Warlock is a very. Uh, <laughs> warlock <laughs> has a lot of misconception. Again, I don't really care. Whatever you want to call yourself. That's right. But the actual terminology is being warlocked out of the church. So if you were, if you were uh, a traitor of some sort, you were warlocked. That's it's such. I did wow, not know that. Cool. Yeah. KFA fact check. Break you're that getting, shit down. Yeah, yes, you're, I'm going. Yeah, you're fact check up. me, please. I, I do want to say that Adrian thought you were a necromancer. I, yeah. I swore you were. <laughs> Adrian, talk a little bit about what a necromancer is. I would love. He, was, he could not stop talking about necromancy. Oh, yeah. And I, all it. I know about necromancy you, is from video games. Well, well, from necromancy, it just means that you're trying to take a spirit from either the dead or even items that aren't alive. And you just take it and you use the soul to wish good fortune or bad fortune on other spirits. Um... Yes and no. I mean, I do work a lot with the dead and with the energy of death, so that's like a big thing. I don't know if I've ever called myself a necromancer though. Can but we call you one a little bit? Sure. I mean, that's that's a very that's a kind yeah. of a badass it's like, kind of, oh, title. Yeah. Badass. So if you want to call, some people call me a death witch. 
that also sounds really like scary but again like it's not it's not as scary as it sounds it's not me being like oh I'm I don't know I cause people to die that's like not at all what that is but uh you can definitely like ask spirits to do your bidding and if you have a good relationship with that spirit they do really well sometimes so uh, okay you first chase okay Uh, Uh, (laughs) Uh, i just want to say i'm i'm surprised at how well this is going because i thought we would be like question answer question answer but all of our everything that we're talking about today is just leading right in the next. Oh no, one. it's a web. Yeah, everything is, is great. Very, it's it, all very interconnected. It brings me to the next question, but Hunter, I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, mine's really emotional though. Maybe you should ask yours first. Because no, I actually want to ask like a really like it's actually sad. It's not funny at all. But okay, let's do yours. First. <laughs> wow, you should see. Okay. I'm gonna change. Okay, yeah, like, you're gonna really change yeah, the mood. I'm crying. You right seriously now. look like you're a puppy that just got slapped. <laughs> all right so yeah i mean we were, we were talking about necromancy and we were talking about you know spirit animals are mm. working with uh things a, a lot of i guess again the stereotypes is like a witch has a familiar like a cat mm. do you do you work <laughs> with any sort of spirit animals or is like familiars are they real or are they a thing so a lot of, okay so let's dissect this question uh spirit animal is specific to native american practices so no uh i mean it's used a lot again, a new age and modern terms of like, oh, that's my spirit animal and things like that. But it, it is a really, it's a huge ritual. It's a lifelong thing for Native Americans to find their spirit animal. And that's not really something that you see in a lot of different cultures. And there's a lot of, I mean, obviously animals have symbolism and things, but finding your spirit animal is very Native American. Um, whereas familiars, a familiar by definition is a helpful spirit. So you, it's basically a friend on the other side, right? It's a spirit that you know very well and that will help you on the spiritual side where you are helping them on the physical side. Um, uh, Because of Hollywood, everybody thinks that the familiar is usually an animal or especially your pet, which is very, very far off. Um, It can, I suppose, manifest into a pet, but the probability of that happening is so fucking low. And if someone tells me that their dog is their familiar one more time I'm gonna lose my shit because you can be so close to an animal you can have a really it you know it's like if you have a best friend or if you have a like a really close relationship with your significant other as I hope most people do you're not gonna call that person their your familiar right you just you're just very close to them and you can it's the same thing with animals and plants so finding a familiar spirit it, most of the time they don't even have a physical form at all uh does that mean our f- familiar spirit would be schwan I no because he's a dick i was he's a dick, <laughs> he is a dick. i was gonna say it was my cat but she said not to sit and talk about a pet so no <laughs> I, <laughs> shame I on like, you i was shame. like uh, uh beck and i's cat is this little black cat that we rescued oh, and so luna yeah luna she's adorable but she's also kind of uh special and i'm like yeah she takes after me <laughs> well because again like you can have helpful animals and just like you can have helpful friends who are helping you in your spell work, it doesn't mean that they're you're familiar. You know, it it is just a helpful spirit that is on the spiritual realm that you are very close to. I love that. That's, yeah, that's super cool. I had no idea. I I had a totally different. Let me. When I first started out, that confused the fuck out of me. Totally. It took me so long to figure that out. But again, I had some wonderful teachers, and 
Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we go to this next question. I want to hear your emotional story. I have to ask her first. All right, I got to ask her first. All right, all right. So you talked about death, and Mm -hmm. I'm super intrigued by death. I've studied intensively with near-death experiences. Oh, those are fascinating. Astral projection. I know where he's going. I've done some. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chase. I have to do. She's here. I have to. I have to. Where are we going? So have you communicated with the dead? Have you done that kind of spirit work with people? Have you, you know... Tell me more about your death work, a little so, bit, just a little synopsis on it. My death work is mainly understanding death and just, it's more of like the cycles. Um, and you see it everywhere. I am not a medium, so I don't, I'm introverted both people-wise and spiritual-wise. I don't really want to talk to you. Like, I don't mind if spirits, like, come through and whatever, but, like, I'm, I don't want to relay messages um just because i barely have energy just mundanely for a lot of people let alone trying to reach out to strangers and tell them that you know their their grandmother who recently passed has this really important message like that is so much energy and i don't have it um so that's more of my death work and it's more of understanding just uh, the universe and like the cycles of that it's less uh like i guess being okay with the inevitable yeah, and that's yeah. that's my study as well. Yeah, and seeing the continuation and whatever mm-hmm. crazy shit that happens. It's fucking. Guys, want to see something cool? Check out any NDAs. Uh, Proof of Heaven. It sounds religious, but it's mm-hmm. actually a very spiritual. It's by uh, Dr. Evan Alexander. It's an amazing book. Changed my life. It's crazy. Oh. Great. Uh, definitely suggest that. But the thing that I wanted to kind of ask, and maybe not the right question for you, but Chase and I had a very close friend that went from fifth grade. We grew up together. Um, he killed himself last year in 2020. Um, he um, he's gone and we i more so not we i have been really interested in talking to him Mm -hmm. i would i have something that i need to say to him but Mm -hmm. i haven't had the chance to say it to him and so i'm hoping that you know maybe through you and someone else that we can talk about talk i just want to talk to him well a big thing is spirits are always here they're always around us i think it's just a matter of tapping into that and it's it's hard it takes a lot of practice you know it's kind of like when you go to therapy and they give you kind of homework of like, okay, you need to be an active listener, you have to catch yourself and like actually put that to practice, right? It's the same thing of kind of getting more into or getting back into touch with those of us who we've lost and they're always around us and it's, you do have to blatantly ask for things and be very specific about it. Like, you know, I want to find a penny with the year 1996 on it in the next three days. And I know that you're listening, like very, very specific, you know, and sometimes they don't have anything to say. Sometimes they kind of get lost somewhere else. But a lot of the time I find that they are there. If you just ask them and you try to tap into them, they are still there, at least from what I've seen. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. No, it's, okay. it's, it's I miss Eric. Yeah. I miss Eric. Uh, it's, I miss you know, Eric. it's the new year. You got to get out your chest. Of I get, course. You know. But. Yeah. Again, once again, it's going right, right, right back into the next topic. So. And I know, it's great. I so, mean, yeah, it's like it kinda, I fucking planned it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this off straight off how I had this off okay. uh, our notes, just because I, I feel it's important. Can we have a sexy voice? Let's let's get off the emotional. Oh, yeah, give me, give the, me, a sexy give me the DJ, yeah. late night DJ voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have that. <laughs> Hello, folks. Oh. Uh, question number eight for Olivia Graves. <laughs> can, we, can you speak on Davis and have you communed with them in some way? This is a straightforward question. Do you commune with specific elements or nature? And how do you work with these elements in your type of nature? <laughs> do these bring benefit to what you are trying to accomplish in a spell or incantation? I, I will cut in real quick. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's divas. D- it's not div- oh, I guess divas would be a, a divas, whatever. Well, I do want to preface this before we ask the question. Because in the research that we did, 
sounds like in a lot of witchcraft, there there's angels, there's demons, mm-hmm. and there's devas. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding, at least on devas, is that it's a more natural take. It's it's the energy and as you mentioned, the plants, the trees, the air, the water, the architects of mm-hmm. nature, versus angels who are the Saint human. Michael. You know the human aspect. Yeah. The yeah. Human. Well. Divas, you said? Devas? I've heard both, so I don't know. I'll stick with Davis. Um, <laughs> however you want to say it. Uh, those are, so that term specifically is in Hinduism. So I'm just going to stick with like nature spirits and angels and demons. Um, and I don't know anything about Hinduism, so I can't answer on any of that. Angels and demons uh, are kind of those primordial type of entities, right? They were never human, I guess, depending on what you believe. They were never human. They're just kind of these really uh powerful beings to be honest i would much rather commune with a demon than an angel because angels Ooh. are fucking scary okay that sounds like take. that that's like a supernatural where it's like <laughs> they weren't even scared about the demon no, they were like you're me. bringing the angel down demons bitch. are demon like i mean yeah demons are dicks for sure but like and they don't like but the thing is is they are more willing to work with you just because they want what we have like they don't get a lot of access to the mundane or the physical world and Angels are much more robotic feeling. They they have no like you can't personify them. It's very hard for people to um, kind of make them feel bad for us. I guess like I think people think that angels are these cozy, snuggly. I don't know if you've ever read the Bible. They're terrifying. But they're fucking scary and they're mean too. Uh, uh, but that's that. that's my take. You know, you can believe whatever you want. Now, nature spirits, those that's another umbrella term as we see a pattern in witchcraft. So many umbrella terms. Nature spirits, uh, it's the the plants, the animals, and the genus loci, like I mentioned, which is the space of it's the energy of that space. It's the spirit of that space. So, for example, you know, Denver has a very different spirit than Los Angeles does. And you can feel that. Everybody can feel it. So um, you can work with that, though, you know, depending on what that energy is like. And then we can go into the Fae, which is also very nature-based type of entities. Um, Elementals are also a different type of uh, nature-based. There's a lot. You can go ahead and... (laughs) No, 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 no. no. I'll go on and on. So good. So... I just want to say, when we're doing this research, all week long before we got Olivia on the episode, Hunter just randomly texted us like, hey, do you know fairies are real? Fun fact. Hey, do you know dragons are real? Dragons are real! Do you know trolls are real? Goddamn dragons! Do you know that dwarves grow from the earth in one year and they're real? (laughs) Yeah, you know, we used to mate with- I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you reading? (laughs) Yeah, we used to mate with dwarves and gnomes and shit, and then we we broke the treaty, and this is just one book, but we broke the treaty, we broke their trust, and now they just commune with us in different ways, but no no longer sexually. The medieval magic is real. Yeah, there's all kinds. Okay, I'll share a story with you about, like, the fae. It's a personal story Ooh, yeah. that I don't think I've ever shared anywhere else. So holy is, shit, let's get I some hype. Let's get some pog. <laughs> no, you got chat. Did you say you let's get some pog? Pog. I said to me on my stream the other day, and I laughed. Oh we, my god, we you sound streamers like my little too. brother. I yeah. guess. <laughs> that's who Adrian is. He's the Gen Z of the group. Yeah, he's oh, much he younger. Gives than us oh all my the god. Turns. Okay. According to him, we're boomers. Oh, not a goddamn boomer. We made you. No, you didn't. All our terms. You adopted all our terms. Fuck off. How old are you? What? I'm 23 at the <laughs> Oh, disclosure. Okay. I just had to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now you're going to have stalkers. You got, you got the 23-year-old. Yeah, I already have stalkers. Ooh. It's okay. 
He's got great nice. thighs. But remember, his arms are disproportionate. <laughs> <laughs> he has hairy back. Don't Fun forget fact. about. D- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about posting on Instagram about what you think KFA's nickname is. You will get that five dollar chicken sandwich. I promise you. We have it. We have. We, we bought it last week, and we're ready to give it away. Last week, it's just been sitting. Yeah. Yeah. No one's won the no competition one's, yet. No oh. one's emailed us yet. What, what right. KFA's name is? Well. They didn't right. say it wasn't going to be moldy, but. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear this yes. first take. Okay, so uh, when I was a child, and uh, like, you'll notice that children, you know, they're always so much more in ta- like tapped in than everybody else because that that's taught out of you. Uh, but when I was a child in my old house, which I know for a fact was very haunted, and like you said, it's they're not bad spirits; they're just all just kind of chilling there, and I was totally fine with it. Um, <laughs> sounds so funny I was like four or five and there was this quote-unquote imaginary friend which all of my actual imaginary friends were all like very graceful and elegant and, like beautiful beings this was not this was this ugly fucking troll thing that would make fun of me and be mean and would play jokes on me and uh if you know anything about the fae that's very fae like and I remember like anytime I would be uh just doing my own thing it would come in and like make fun of me and run around, like run away. And I'd get really mad about it. But one of the things was I knew that if I, anytime I closed the refrigerator door, if I was in the kitchen, if the refrigerator door is open and it was closing, I had to get on the carpet before it closed. Or the little troll thing would like cause some kind of trouble and then blame me for it. And I knew that like, that was the pattern. So it thought it was a joke, but I was like, if I don't get on the fucking carpet, like it's going to break something and I'm the only kid. My mom's going to get mad. Right. <laughs> and so that was just a thing. And still to this day, I'll do it. Like it just because it, like, it's like out of like this, like I'll have like this flight or fight response. Like the, the fridge door is closing. I'm like, Oh fuck. And like, you just hear me shuffling like over <laughs> to like, like a, <laughs> like a, um, any kind of rug or anything, like just so I'm not touching the tile, but it's, it's always been like that in just that specific household. And, uh, uh, the more I learned when I grew up, I was like, oh, my God, it was a fu- it was like the Fae. I'm pretty sure it was like a troll or something or like a, a gnome. I th- it could have also been a dark elf because I've read that they, they are, they're not necessarily um, uh, malevolent beings. They they live in dark places of our home, attic, mm-hmm. closet, whatever, and they like to fuck with you. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's also brownies. Um, I don't know if you read about those. They're, they're like household fae and they're usually pretty helpful so as long as you um and they like to like clean and like they like to help you out but if you piss them off or if you're like a dick for some reason then they'll start like ruining things but if you give them offerings they like end up helping you find lost things and you know like clean out all the hard to reach places there's kind of like a lot of lore in that as well i find that interesting that you said about finding lost things is because I know some of our listeners are going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, like, you guys just went down <laughs> yeah. a deep yeah. hole. Yeah, we... <laughs> uh, deep I w- hole. I want to bring it back to a little bit of reality in, in, in just belief systems because we all have our belief systems. In Catholicism, you pray to St. Saint Anthony and he helps you find shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen it mm-hmm. work, and I'm not, I'm not Catholic, but I've seen that shit work. And I've seen things that Olivia is speaking of truly as well so just make sure you keep an open mind while you're well, listening to this honestly it. just ask just ask set out like some small offering like a cookie or some milk and just be like hey i have not been able to find my chapstick for five days and i know i put it this like if you can just give it back that'd be great and i i almost promise you unless it was your doing I, from i just want to <laughs> say just be careful though because you're starting to dabble in chaos magic and shit could get whack real quick. Well, that's that's how a whole you learn other, really fast. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> and we are not touching that right now because that's going to take some serious time. Yes. I, I've listened to some podcasts and they 
even they have done so much research they can't forget. I so can't anyway. wait to talk about that. Uh, Adrian, you did have something before we move on to this next question here. I did. Let's hear that. Okay. Well, just moving on into many of our listeners are probably like, where are you guys getting many of these forms of magic and other so- sorts of things? So, uh, I mean, from all of our research we've seen in the history of the first kinds of magic were in prehistoric times when they used to go into cave paintings. So my question to Olivia would be, do you believe that these cave paintings are a form of sympathetic magic? Absolutely. Yeah, you'll see this all the time. I mean, look at the Egyptians. You know, they painted their gods and their pharaohs as one and the same because that's what they believed, but they also painted them in a really good harvest of crops and safety and power and wealth and all those things. And they... What? You are going to say something? Oh. <laughs> I heard you just go... <gasps> yeah. <gasps> yeah. I, I want to preface this because um, you're probably like, wow, you guys just jumped into a whole other topic of magic. Yeah, um, there's a lot. It's seen... It, from my understanding of sympathetic magic, it seems more of a future-telling type of magic. Is that true? Manifestation? Uh, mm, kind of. Sympathetic magic is using something in the physical realm to magically represent the thing that you're trying to influence. So if I was casting a love spell on you, right, you'll see all the time in Hollywood, I would have a poppet of you or a photo of you that I would be working on with all these different tools or oils or herbs or praying over or whatever in order to influence you um, because it would be quote unquote connected to you. Yeah, sympathetic magic. Can we can we do that for me and well, Adrian? Well, I want Adrian's <laughs> love. <laughs> well, the crazy we can thing talk about love magic if you want. That uh, one's interesting. The funny thing is, I think Adrian already has that. I already have that on you, honey. Don't <laughs> you? Oh, oh yeah, no see, that's why. why. I have a raging clue for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's it's again. There's so much. No, there's so much magic. There's, there's so, so much. many different forms. It's yeah. It's fascinating. I, this, the the whole topic of like fetishes and poppets and inanimate objects, mm-hmm. you find that in like voodoo magic. Um, I think it's like hex hex work or root work or something like that. Mm-hmm. They do that in yeah it's voodoo. A very Native American, uh, not I'm sorry, African American uh, magic, old school magic. Mm-hmm. Root work, yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate because uh, root work and voodoo, especially, is very demonized, especially with like Hollywood and just media. Um, side note: voodoo dolls. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you stick the pin in it and you're cursing somebody and you're making them hurt. In reality, a lot of the time, more often than not, I would say 90% of the time, those pins are actually uh, supposed to be healing. They're supposed to be taking away the pain um, and pinpointing, like, where you want the healing to go. It's not supposed to be a hex or a curse. That's – sorry, I keep on interrupting. Every <laughs> I know. Every <laughs> single, <laughs> my trump card is now. Okay, okay. I'm going to give it AJ. So I want to ask Olivia, have you ever done work with voodoo dolls? Uh, voodoo dolls specifically, no, because I'm, I'm not a voodoo worker, but I do work with poppets, yes. So, like I said, it's the terminology mostly, um, but just because voodoo is a religion and I don't practice voodoo, whereas I, I do work with poppets, yeah. Well, the crazy thing looking at puppets and dolls is that modern physics actually uh, distincts most of the, the doll work is starting to be found in science that people's hair, their nails and stuff, that contains their soul and spirit. Well, so that's why that's what I was going to say. Just this is just to me a thought off my head talking about this is this ties very closely with like acupuncture and mm-hmm. kind of the Chinese root of things. So I would be curious myself, I didn't do any research just this question if at some point 
you know, that kind of uh, religion was impacted by some sort of Chinese tradition. Oh, that's tradition. an interesting point. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a very interesting, yeah. like, tie. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why people go for acupuncture. They, yes. they try and relieve their pains and, um, you know, soothe their muscles and stuff. I don't believe in it because – and I also don't want to be stuck, stuck by a thousand needles. Have you yeah. done it? Hell no. Which it is works. weird because I, get, I have got tattoos, but I don't want to be poked for acupuncture. It's a different – it causes an inflammation, which is a lot more painful than tattoo. I, I did ne- uh, neck acupuncture, and it was horrifying. Horrifying, but I do believe in ch- chiropractor, Adrian. I know that was just about <laughs> to get to that. I know I saw the icon and he was like, oh. yeah. "Adrian does <laughs> can, not can, believe." Can we talk about how chiropractor school was a form of witchcraft? You did tell He's me. He's just that. jealous. He's not no. making the big bucks from chiropractors. <laughs> no, because medical schools don't even talk about it being an actual form of therapy. So these chiropractors, they go to a chiropractor school. They don't get any degree or anything like most doctors do. And it's basically a two-year degree. And the whole focus on chiropractic school is that after you get this work done, you're supposed to live for years after you're supposed to die. So you're supposed to live forever if your spine is completely correct, which is absolute bullshit. But it cured my my butt problems. (laughs) It helped me. I think personally, the buildup of scar tissue is... Scar tissue is the natural human response, and so that's what fixes it. <laughs> but you know what? I just Adrian, want to be one big scar. I'm going to challenge you because you need to do some spirit work, some energy work, because oh. that – I know chiropractic work is strange to you, but when you – I've done energy work before. It was Riki. I, did, I had a, 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 um, a practitioner or whatever wow, – hmm. that's the title yeah. – what her title was. And you, you go through some shit. My wife saw demons, they and pull she had to get you, they out. They pull out a lot of stuff from you. They pulled some scary shit out of me, yeah. and then put it back in. It was excited. Like, <laughs> yeah. No wonder why like, you know had what? the butt problem. I don't want that. No, 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 no. That yeah. stays in you. Exactly. You just sucked the soul out of his body I... and it sucked it back in. It was fucked. Oh Necromancy. My God. Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> I mean, kind of. You're you're pulling out a pulling out a spirit and being like, you know what? I'm gonna keep that in there. Exactly. Yeah, you can put a spirit in a jar when I get. That's what I do when I get mad of him. Ooh. Just put him right in a jar. Yeah. Sean, go in a jar. I'll do it. Oh, we no, should. You know what? I'll do it. I'll put Sean in a jar. You're coming and back. If you, don't ha- if you have somebody that you don't like, we'll just leave him on his doorstep and you can open it and, oh, and he deals with Sean. Oh, shit. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> 100% Brian. You hear that, Brian? You hear that, Brian? <laughs> hear that, Brian? <laughs> Their coworker, Brian's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> he listened to the first two and quit listening. Fuck you, Brian. Did he oh, really? No, I think he still listens to it. Right, that's but, good. But that's good. Okay, we, we derailed a little bit. A little bit. It's okay. I, no, I lo- this, is, this is going so well. I'm having so much fun. Okay, uh, Adrian, can you put us back on track with a lay, lay another uh, bomber of a question on Olivia? Let's see what she's got. Another bomber. Another. Okay. Bada boom. Do you still have your money bowl, and how's it going? I do still have my money bowl, I, and it's going good. I work every week, sometimes more, just because the oils smell really good. So, <laughs> or whatever I work with. Yeah. I have a question, and this is super serious. Okay. We are huge gamblers. Mm-hmm. We. <laughs> oh, there's so many gambling. Boys' spells. nights coming up. We would like okay yeah let's let's go into boys night so Olivia this is how our boys nights go okay so every six months we do yeah, a debauchery night it's every one to two times a year depending on how spicy we feel yeah we go I out raise. this is how the time <laughs> <laughs> the timeline goes we um, go out to dinner mm-hmm. we, hi- we we hydrate and nourish our body <laughs> and then we 
Then we get a tattoo on our ass. Tattoo on our ass. Uh-huh. Someday maybe we'll show our listeners if we get big enough. Oh, you got, a, you got like a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was like, it's, it's That's the best place for just random ass tattoos. You're not really too particular random proud about. Yes. Yeah. 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 Random ass tattoos. Yes. Random ass Random ass tattoos. And we know how much we love butt stuff on Stuck in this Burger <laughs> Hunter. Clarification. Hunter. Oh, yes. Right. Butt stuff. I am the butt king. And his Anyways. crack. <laughs> back, to, back to it. And then, so yeah, we get a tattoo and then we go to a strip club. Gentleman's club. Oh, gentlemen's club. Gentlemen's Sorry. club. Gentlemen's club. Because we love we love the art of dancing on stage. Yes. On pulse. It's okay. I love women. Yes. Oh, they're wonderful. I love women. Yeah, yeah. They're great. And then we go to Blackhawk and we gamble. And nice. I really want to test a hypothesis mm-hmm. that your money bowl will bring us good fortune. I really feel like, or maybe there's another gambling spell. I really My money bowl it. will not do that for you. Shit! <laughs> My money bowl is a slow and steady working oh, spell. Oh, fuck. I need yeah. it right near, right yeah, now. Yeah, you're going to look at charm bags that you can carry with you or some kind it. of charm. I want to do it, guys. Uh, I'm down. I'm down. Are you down? Yes. I think Adrian? that would be wonderful. Yes. You guys should do it. Let's do there's it. So many, there's so many gambling spells out there. Um, and also, maybe consider making a small altar to Fortuna, which is the goddess of uh, luck and gambling. So try that. I don't really work with too many deities, but making an altar and just being like, hey, it'd be cool if you help me out a little bit and I'll give you some more offerings after this milk and honey. She'd probably be like, yeah, okay. I'll help you out a little bit. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember you that? Can try it. Give me these pocket aces, baby. <laughs> Before I ask a question, do you remember the episode? I'm derailing. Do you remember the episode on... <laughs> On your pretty face is going to hell when they use the milk and honey. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. As a, pu- ton- a punishment. Yes. When you said milk and honey, Olivia, that they basically torture them with rubbing, like, ingesting a shit ton of milk and then rubbing honey on their stomach until they uh, basically just insects form and eat them. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, yeah, up. fire ants. Yeah, it's hilarious. And on a boat. They put them on a boat on the diarrhea lake. It's hilarious. Sorry. Jesus. It's, yeah. a, it's a show on Adult Swim. The, the best one was when they're jerking the spider off for his cum and they made uh, like this... <laughs> Drug alcohol, splunk, or what they, they couldn't it? even splooge. Splooge, yeah. They it? couldn't even sell it because they drank it all. So one of the main guys just like, "Oh, sorry, Satan, I, I drank all the supply." <laughs> oh my god! You should watch that show, Olivia. It's, it's hilarious. Oh god. Okay. Okay. So, do you have anything on your YouTube channel for these charm bags that we can? We for can gambling, do, no. But I have a lot of resources in books that I can send you photos of later when I go home. Okay. Because yeah. remember, guys, listeners, that Olivia has a wonderful, wonderful YouTube channel. And I'm going to tell you again, make sure you know, is the Witch of Wonderlust. And she has some really cool spells on there. And she's going to send us some stuff after this. But her, uh, I just love the money, the money bowl. I just thought that was cool. Well, and don't forget, too, she's on Instagram. So go follow her there. Same thing. Absolutely. All the corners of the internet. Yes. All mm-hmm. the corners. Okay, Adrian, get us back on track, you crazy bastard. <laughs> Once again. Yes. You guys keep bouncing off. <laughs> it's his job. It, really. It's so hard. Uh, so the next question would be, with the rise of technology and social media, how does it play into sympathetic magic and nature spirits? That one is a really interesting question because I'm not sure. Um, I think I when I saw this question, I, was, I had to like ponder it a little bit. I think technology – so sympathetic magic – I don't know if it really has a huge effect. Oh, you know what? Actually, just kidding. Psych! Psych. Just don't even listen to what I just said. Sympathetic magic, it's like I was saying, if I wanted to cast a spell on any of you, a lot of the time I need your full name and your birthday and a photo of you. Oh. Right? And if I can get like your actual full name, your birthday, and a photo of you, 
you're fucking done for. Or just kidding, I'm kidding. That was. But right, or sympathetic magic. It'd be easier if I had like you know some some DNA, like your hair, spit, whatever, fingernails, things such as that, or you know other bodily fluids, um, of any sort. But again, that is <laughs> that's very traditional. Just say it, Chase. Get DNA's out. back here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to whisper into the mic, Themen or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, come, come on. on. I'm not that immature. I'm not you, Hunter. <laughs> nah, that's true. That was, yeah, that was your place. Sorry. Um, Continue. So uh, the way that it has affected sympathetic magic is, like, if I had somebody that I wanted to cast a spell on, I can just go to their Facebook or go to their Instagram and print off a photo of theirs. And most likely I have, you know, you can find their birthday. A lot of people put it in their bio. A lot of people put it on their profiles, um, and you can find their full name. It's really easy to find those things on the internet. And so, uh, not to, like, freak anybody out, but, you know, that's that's just how a lot of witches work. And that was kind of why uh, middle names became a thing. I don't mean to, like, derail too much, but a lot of the time middle, <laughs> middle names became a thing was because they didn't want witches knowing their full name. So if you were, uh, you know, John Doe, and you didn't want a witch to know your name, you are now... John Wright Doe. So you would just say that you were John Wright instead of John Wright Doe or John Doe. Um, the witch would have to have your whole name traditionally in order to do anything. And that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, she, you got a power of the name. She mm -hmm. saw me get fidgety. That's why she said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's, like, She's going to get you. This boy. is why you need to go off social media. No, yeah. I mean, we can talk it's about, we can talk about like, how much magic actually has power over people too because I think that's a really interesting tidbit that a lot of people have misconceptions and also different beliefs on um but nature spirits with technology that one i think is interesting i think uh you know if you're going out for a hike and you're like oh this hike is really pretty and not a lot of people know about it and you post it on instagram or something you know you want to share look you want to share good things with other people right chase doesn't oh uh, oh well I, I i for sure am on social media so continue. okay well then see you're safe it's fine <laughs> um but you know then more and more people start showing up to the secluded location that maybe the spirits were pretty content with, you know, and then they start to uh, almost dilute or overpopulate um, with trash and with too much noise. And, you know, they're, they're really disrespecting the spirits and sometimes the spirits just kind of leave. So there's a lot of places that you'll find are just kind of, they feel dead. That is a great point because we are actually experiencing that right now uh, in Colorado <laughs> with, yeah. hang with Hanging Lake. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, hang oh my God. Break, I know. Break, so break Hanging Lake... Heart. I don't, I don't even want to put it on the air, but it's a place in Colorado. I'm not going to tell you where. you got to look it up yourself because it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It, well, it was beautiful it's until special. word got out. And yep. now it, it's gotten to the point where our national parks are – is it a national park or a state park? I think it's a state park. Yeah, they state. shut it down. They had to yeah. because and people were getting in the water. There was one log that was floating there mm -hmm. that was, like, bouncing on something. That one ass fucker who did that. That yep. pissed me off. He, that he ruined sucked. it. So now yeah. this pristine, untouched, crystal clear blue water – has now been disturbed because mm -hmm. people, they just can't respect that. As a Colorado native, I have never gone to Hanging Lake because they shut it down when, yeah. when I was That's supposed so to go. That's so sad. And you, you couldn't depressing. even go because you uh, it got to a point where you had to reserve yep. a time slot to even go yeah. because you couldn't even get in the parking lot. Well, I mean, I remember as a kid going there and it was, it's, it's one, it's hard to explain, but I'm, I know that people understand what I'm talking about. Like, you know, when you're in the summer and you're going to, uh, you know, the 
the mountains or something and everything feels very alive like the forest feels talkative is how i like Mm -hmm. to say it but then when the winter goes it's quiet everything kind of goes to sleep and like of course everything's like dead and whatever but like the energy of it you know like it feels very quiet and still um and it's it's still there like there's still spirits there they're still there whereas things like hanging lake when you go there it's very vibrant like it kind of felt like its own little spiritual community people you know like spirits were happy to be there and the more and more uh, populated and trashed and uh, abused that area got the spirits didn't want to be there anymore it's kind of like you know you're living in oh I don't know Denver and you love Denver and then everybody wants to move here and they start disrespecting it it's not that there's an issue of too many people being there it's the issue of your area and your home being disrespected and now you don't want to be here anymore I, I mean, we feel that as natives. Exactly. We feel, I mean, I'm in real estate, guys. I mean, that's my, my day job. Mm-hmm. And I love that people are moving here. But at the same time, I, I don't. It's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Okay, so, let's go to the next. So we're going to go to this next one. It still kind of ties in a little bit. But so how do you, um, how does the human consciousness play into this kind of study, if you want to call it that? Um, That's a good question because I don't know. Uh, A lot of the time I like to think that it's placebo and it's just but the thing is is placebo works right so like this despite the fact that despite the fact that it's not magic you know then it's placebo but then there's other things that um sometimes kind of work in a way that i wasn't consciously trying to do and it just all ties a little bit too much together too cleanly so then i'm kind of like oh i don't know if there's something else that's like helping me out i don't know um But the human consciousness is really interesting because there's so many things. The brain is really powerful, and we still don't know know so much about it. There's there's so much we don't know about it. So a lot of it could just straight up be us, and we just don't know it, and we're just trying to explain it, right? There's so many things that um, if you look through history, we just try to explain with stories, with superstitions, and then science will debunk. But it still explains why those things have happened. Those things still did happen. Just not in the way that we thought it was going, the way that it was thought that it was happening. Yeah, and we, I don't want to get too deep on the rabbit hole, but manifestation is a very powerful thing. I mean, you can see it in business. You can mm-hmm. see it in, in your love affairs. You can see anything that you, if you manifest, you think. you It's the, it's the, com, it's the old saying, the, I think, therefore I am. I mean, it's yeah. a beautiful, simple concept, just as, as above, so below. You, you do these, these, these same thought processes. Manifestation is super powerful. Mood but I don't want to get too into it because it's, it's a whole other episode. Wow, Mood boards a, are a really popular way of manifestation. That's a great point that you bring up because even in the study in, at University of Texas, Jacqueline Woodley, she states that they found that the minds naturally make connections between events, mm-hmm. whether they're connected or not. So if you set your mind to it, I believe that many of these connections can happen because you end up setting up events that will make synchronicities. Yeah, I like Adrian. That was so well said. I I feel so enlightened. I just love every single time he comes up with a a KFA factor. He's like, "That's a great point." Yeah, Dominique loves that. That's her favorite part. It's your endearing voice, Adrian, when you say he's so excited. That. Great point. It's interesting <laughs> to talk about that. Well, let me talk about that. Oh, dude, you're, you're adorable. You need, to write a book. you need to write a book. You yeah. don't happen to be an Enneagram type five, do you? No. Do you, have you done your Enneagram? Have you done your, your personality trait stuff? Your no, class? I have no clue. I don't even know. Yeah, I, the same. Uh, I don't know what it is. All right. Wait, well, Olivia, school us. <laughs> it's, it's just a personality test that has no like actual proof behind it. But I, I 
that is my form of astrology. I like to be like, oh, what what type are you? Instead of if somebody tells me that they're a Scorpio, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. I really don't. But if you tell me that you're a type eight Enneagram, I'll be like, really? Oh, that makes okay. so much sense. That's our homework, guys. Let's do that test because <laughs> yeah. I, I I forget what number I am. I'm I would just, absolutely love that. I've done a lot of those tests. I'm 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 the alpha leader asshole guy you know are the, you wow. yeah the visionary weirdo hmm. i'm the visionary. He looks like i'm it. always the, the visionary. visionary yeah i'm always dreaming and, and thinking and a hoping seven maybe maybe i don't know i need to do it again because i've yeah, done some that are words some are symbols some are whatever i do want to ask you what is your what is your sign what's your astrology sign uh i hold on i gotta think about it i i, I, I am a virgo sun an aries moon and a capricorn rising see i don't fucking know all three i'm just i just know i'm a libra and i know you're a libra yeah Yeah, there's aries Aries? okay yeah there's uh i have i have my astrology friends um you know you know those people who are like oh what are your big three and then they'll be like yeah yeah i i actually like it when somebody's like yeah that makes so much sense and i'm like okay yeah you see me you understand. I don't have to explain myself to you then. Um, <laughs> but over. Right, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you get it. You get it. Yeah. No, that's why Hunter and I work right together. Because <laughs> since we're both Libras, we both yeah. we argue all the time. We do. Because we both believe what's right and what's wrong. But in the end, we always come together. But it's balanced. We actually do. Yeah, we, we, we find the balance. pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. we, do, we do argue a lot, but we always figure it out. And I do love that. And then Adrian just comes in and tells us that we're both stupid. So. Right. That he doesn't talk. Oh, he doesn't talk. He's like, I'm saying uh, that. Classic airy. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> No, but I have, like, astrologer friends who are, it's not just the big three. Like, they will pull up your chart, and it's this, like, it's this circle with all these different lines. And, um, you know, one of them was practicing giving readings. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you can practice on me. I'll pay you and whatever. And they gave me this reading, and the next six months, they were like, okay, this is an overview of, like, a lot of things that might happen. And a lot of things, or, like, opportunities that will present themselves, basically. Um, and I was like, all right. And they they gave me this whole like really specific list like it wasn't just like oh you know you might you might do good with business like it was like you're gonna end up dating somebody that you've known for a really long time and I was like (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, you're gonna be traveling internationally and I was like I have no plans to be doing that right now um like just very very specific things and Spoiler alert, all of those things happened. I want to do it. It's really (laughs) weird. I I mean, I'll I'll hook you up. Yeah, they they're they're very. Very good for what they charge. I think so that strange. they need to charge a lot more. But yeah. um, it's really weird. And I was like, hey, you're creepy, just so you know. It's really creepy <laughs> yeah. that you knew all of it. that. I want to do it. Yeah. Okay, let's. Yes. We're, we're towards the end. We're, so we're going to get down to the last two questions. We okay. are kind of running out of time. All right. Um, so with all this talk about uh, all the different kind of magics, um, obviously what you're knowledgeable in and what you've been practicing, how long have you been practicing for? Uh, about 10, 11 years. Yeah, that's... That's why she's on the show. <laughs> we don't know shit. That's why. Yep. So what exactly does folk magic do for you? What What do you gain from doing the, the folk magic? Uh, it enriches my life just in every form of the way. I have better connections with the people that I love. I feel like I'm more connected to just the world around me. I think I – that and also I get to see the world in a really magical view. You know, and I think that's really great. I feel like a lot of us lose that, especially with the internet making us depressed. I get to see the world for very, a very uh, magical, kind of like childlike view, and I think that's that's pretty valuable. Yeah, and, and I'm glad to hear it. That was this was my question, honestly, because I feel at the end everybody does something, no matter what it is. You you, you name it, they all do it for themselves because it makes them feel good, makes them feel happy, whether it's real, whether it's not, whether it's tangible, intangible. At the end of the day, 
you need to find something that you do that makes you happy. And mm-hmm. I can speak personally that I found myself in a rut. And <clears throat> when we started to do this podcast, it enriched my life. So I, I think it's very important that everybody finds something that's ha- that makes them happy for them. Yes. That's actually the basis of my content. It's not, I, while it may be witchcraft, you know, I, I talk a lot about a lot of other things that enrich my life. Like I do pole dancing and that's like one of the best things in my life right Good now. for you. Um, and I teach it because I just love it so much. And so like a, the basis of my content is just hoping that other people can use that and find something that enriches their life. It's not just to teach people witchcraft. Not to get emotional, but people need that. They lost do. our best friend because of it because I don't think he had something like this and he was so close to finding it he was so close to finding it and he didn't mm. we lost him but it's wonderful that you can talk of this stuff Olivia because I had no idea any of this I feel so enlightened I feel there's so many great joys to find in this and and now I'm, I'm gonna hopefully I'm hoping the manifestation of meeting other similar like-minded people like you so that I can even experience more. Even the wacky uh, – bring it on. If you got some wacky shit, oh, I want to hear about it. I have all kinds of wacky shit. I have wacky friends too. So, you know, we'll get them all up Send in Send them here. our way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> we have one last, very last question dun, for you. Dun, 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 Who dun, wants dun. to ask the question? I'd DJ. ask it. <laughs> yeah. This okay, wait, wait, wait. Sexy voice. Sexy voice. Oh, DJ sexy voice, yeah. Voice. Give me the wispy, the one – that I want. I want the Krampus Give me story. The <laughs> we are dying to know if you have a coven, and should we be concerned? <laughs> I don't know why I love that I'm not, shit. Uh, I'm not even like scared anymore. The way he said he was like, <laughs> I want to get involved. <laughs> uh, I do not have a coven, and I don't know. Do you have something to be concerned about? Do you do something that? We just I don't want to upset your coven. <laughs> you oh. <even> existed. <laughs> No. Uh, we're fine. She doesn't have covens. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're good. We're off the hook. I have don't have been, a physical coven. Have people tried to bring you in any of their covens? Is there, um, what is a coven in essence and brief? Term? I had I had a, a kind of a coven. It was more of just like a bunch of, it was more of just like a, a meetup <laughs> of a bunch of different witches. A coven is um, a bunch of like-minded practitioners who get together and try to manifest things together and learn together. Those are very, very, very hard to find. It's kind of like finding... You're, you know, you really have to trust people in order to let them into the magical stuff that you're doing because it's basically like telling everything that you tell your therapist to other people. Like, you really have to trust these people. So, as the introvert that I am, I don't leave my room. I make videos in my room. Um, So, I do not have a coven. But that's, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Maybe we'll have a coven someday. Yeah. I mean, you guys did your little trifecta thing. That's my, you you (laughs) basically are a coven. Today we are witches. Yeah. So, warlocks. Everyone else should be concerned. I've deemed you all witches. Yes. (laughs) She even brought out her wand. Yes, my fake wand. Yeah, Yeah. you didn't see it. There was a wand involved. (laughs) Well, you heard it first from Olivia. We're all witches now. You're all witches now. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting off the New Year strong. (laughs) My in-laws are going to love this. Oh. Can we hear Chase's witches laugh? Oh, yeah. You We've been dying to hear this. You're going to get guy. the old Krampus one again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Get on your it's really day. good. It's actually really good. <laughs> I just need the mask to go with the no one will ever know. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this very special episode with Olivia. Um, thank you for bringing in all your knowledge. Thank you for inviting me and yes. your wonderful questions. I'm, I'm glad you liked them. I, I was very excited when we wrote them. Very um, nervous too. The more that we did some research, I was like, "Wow, yeah, this topic is freaking huge." Just 
deeper and deeper. And the more barely scratched it, the more (laughs) nervous I got. (laughs) So obviously you guys could tell how much is actually out there and how much can be practiced and how much knowledge there is to obtain from this. Um, Again, I just want to reiterate that it's just, it's a practice that everybody does. So there's no reason to think that it's the old school worship the devil, you know, curse your neighbor. Um, If you want to do that, fine. Yeah, if if that's that's what you're into. Yeah, you do you. That, that would be called Satanism, by the way. Oh. Well, as the Catholics say, peace be with you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you don't flip people off when you're driving. You give them the peace sign. Yes. pisses them off way more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, we want to bid you farewell with a very special new year. I hope that 2022 treats you and everyone else right. But you have to treat them with respect as they would re- treat you with respect. Um, Adrian, do you want to send us off? Uh, yes, I will. I just want to remind everyone, if you did like the content that you heard from Olivia, her Instagram handle is at the Witch of Wonderlust. And if you want to go look at some videos on YouTube, it's Witch of Wonderlust. And then uh, also, if you have any questions for us, please send us an email at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Go follow us on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. You could also go look at a couple of TikToks on Stuck in This Purgatory. We're getting better with them. We kind of got slow there, but we're getting better with them. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> Olivia, I would love, I know I'm going to put you on the spot, but I, before I close this out, I would love for you to give maybe a little New Year's advice or something to manifest 2022. Oh, to manifest 2022? Um, I, something super simple is maybe just get out a pen and paper and write down very detailed of what you want out of this next year and then fold it up give a little kiss and bury it in your front yard that's a great one i'm fucking doing it do it yeah little little sticky note whatever you want yeah but get detailed fuck my colonial lawn (laughs) fuck your lawn yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for that guys from the bottom bottom of our heart thank you so much for listening we are so just honored and joyous that you're listening to our podcast and all the bullshit and fun things that we talk about because you know after all we are all stuck in this purgatory